Dan Peck and I are just Club Kayfabe guys. Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk. I am Chris O'Mealy, your host with the most, and of course, joined alongside Club Kayfabe guy, Dan Peck. We're not just Club Kayfabe guys. We are podcast guys, wrestling guys, uh, nerd culture guys. We are VR troopers. We're music lovers. We're gamers. We're a lot of stuff, aren't we? I literally just finished a game right before we recorded. Ooh, what game, Dan? What game? Oh, yeah, if you want to be so hyped to hear this one, Mass Effect Andromeda. (laughs) Isn't that the one that has the negative reactions? Yes. It's better than people say, but it is still by far the worst Mass Effect game. That's like the... Like... Even, even like, the worst Zelda game is still pretty good if you don't count the CDI unofficial ones. Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> no, that was actually more cheesy than that, believe it or not. I've yeah, watched... I've it was, watched. It was fuck awful. Dude, I've watched every single, like, critic review of that. I've watched tons of Let's Plays, and I'm like, it can't possibly be that bad. The only thing left to do... Is to get a CDI emulator and play it myself, and I, I swear, that. like me with paint might do better art than those games. Do. <laughs> and I'm awful, and I'm using paint. the The actual gameplay graphics and stuff don't look that terrible, and the music's not bad, but for some reason, it's just a giant mess. Uh, but yeah. Gamers Talk is for other podcasts, but we incorporate stuff onto this show. This is Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk, your weekly wrestling podcast. Although, Dan and I are going to ponder a little question here to all of you out there. We've noticed that a lot of stuff on the show has been popular when we do sometimes talk about other things other than wrestling and with the fact that modern wrestling is sort of on a huge standstill and could be for a while, and Dan and I don't have that much modern wrestling interest, we were thinking about doing a a slight reformat to the show and just... This is something I came up with, and Dan, you can tell me if you're on board with this too, but like... Sounds mi- fucking awful. Exactly, so we're not going to do it. Um, we could do a whole segment of the show simply dedicated to something, some kind of... Uh, non-current discussion like you know how on the for those of you who are patrons you know this but on the vip show we always review something classic well maybe we could do an interactive thing on here where like you challenge us to list our favorite matches of all time or you challenge us to list gimmick names that are really cool or or awful gimmick names chris Chris, we should each pick a steven spielberg film (laughs) Exactly. Oh, we could do that. We could do a non-wrestling segment just for a couple of minutes and talk about, because we've talked about uh, the Harley Quinn show that Dan and I are both watching, which, by the way, Dan, you were absolutely right about last week's episode. That was freaking amazing. That was, oh my God, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it happened twice. (laughs) Um, Dan and I are both Rick and Morty guys. Have you seen... Season four's second half. Yes. Have you seen all of it? Yes. Fantastic. So which one's the clone? 
Which one is the clone? That's the question. Um, I've I talk- love that. Oh, man. Like, it would be cool to hear Dan talk more details about the games that he's playing and everything. And even if they are wrestling-related, we can do stuff like that. Like, maybe I'll bust out a... I'll, I'll hook up some No Mercy to my N64 and do a little playthrough and update you guys on that. Because they have that... The endless season. Where, like... I remember Pat was telling me that he was in, like, the year 2022. At one point. And I'm just like, oh, that ain't that far away now, so... So, yeah, let us know in the in the feedback section if stuff like that could sound appealing and maybe we can do sh- stuff like that. Uh, but, of course, I do want to always make sure that we get all of our show plugs in here. And we currently sit at 10 shows on CKCC Radio right now. And all 10 of those shows are quality and offer you something different. All of them, except for two of them, are, in fact, weekly shows. So you always have something new to listen to. You well, can... who are the the slackers that are not busting out one a week? Well, one is me. <laughs> that's for sure. But you also bust out two a week on average. So. That's that's <laughs> also true, yes. Uh, yes, so Stupid Sexy Podcast, where Dan and I review every Simpsons ever. And after we finish this season one, we're talking about increasing to at least two, possibly three a week to get you some more Simpsons content. And I want to, this weekend, I'm going to try to arrange, try to figure out what kind of a schedule I want to start setting for that. I mean, busting out three episodes in one sitting is not a big deal. That's like an hour. Yeah, But exactly. like getting together and recording. That's always the harder part. But if we can get it done on the weekend, I was thinking like, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday release schedule. You know, then... So there's three days a week at at a certain time you get your next dose of Samson. But we can bust out all the recording at once and just save it for y'all. Exactly. Um, So we could record everything over the weekend and then you've got stuff to release during the week. Uh, Chris Ranks the Universe will remain on hiatus until I finish the next project that I need to do and then I will start announcing stuff and things and getting some co-hosts on board although one has already dedicated so there is that uh and then of course the other slacker is mr adrian cotton our loyal patron but his show is dedicated to the first monday of every month motivational moves podcast what just happened exactly uh the non-slackers are jeff trellowitz who he will either give you a new Real Paranormal Talk or a new Ranking Tracks every weekend. He alternates which one comes out next. So you've got your Paranormal Talk and all of them ranking them albums that he does. Uh, J Bunny's Music Hub, the backlog has been on hold because Jason Chin has been producing new episodes. And you can actually hear episode 43 now live on CKCC Radio. In fact, episode 40, 41, 42, and 43 all debuted as part of CKCC Radio as well as his personal Potomatic channel. So there is still the backlog and we will still be getting it up and eventually we'll be caught up and who knows what episode we'll be up to there. Of course, we also have the Race Nerd Podcast, our newest show. That's Mr. Matt Hardman. New episode went up last night. Exactly, as we record this. so I'm literally downloading it right now on my phone. <laughs> Uh, the Bored to Death Bingecast, that's our patron, Jay Winger, and he has a uh, rotating cast, so I don't want to always uh, 
promote who they are because I don't want to not that I don't want to give them publicity, but I don't always know who's going to be like, on the show. And shows. his buddy Jeff, and then Jeff's not on for another and month then, and a half. And Chris, Chris has been on. So, as Jay says, I just the, made up a name. <laughs> the Board to Death binge cast takes TV shows and movies and binges them in easily digestible chunks, and that's an awesome way to. And they do it season by season, and they've been. Mostly doing shows that only have like eight, twelve episodes a season. So yeah, so it's it's actually it's bingeable. But Dan, a big mm-hmm. news coming out of CKCC Radio, you and I are no longer the number one podcast on CKCC Radio. We have been bumped. Mm. We're like obsolete now, or whatever. We'll fade away. Uh, yes, sure. Okay, I, don't, I don't think we're, uh... <clears throat> we're still the flagship because we got the name. That's the whole, the whole <laughs> name. It's us. <clears throat> the uh, United We Fan podcast is now the number one podcast on CKCC Radio. And I want to give a personal congratulations to Mark Adams and Brian Lee for making that happen. They... I blame you, Chris, because you gave him the bug. Mark got hooked on being a podcaster after he appeared on all six episodes of Chris Ranks the Universe, the Disney series. So, And he's like unnatural. He's already like starts the show. He gets all the freaking plugs out pretty quick and concise and, and complete. And it's just like, dang, dude. Why is he only just started in the last two months? Like, why? Why hasn't he been doing it for 10, 15 years? Like some of us have. Well, now he does, so. Oh, he's already catching up. Well, so that is currently the number one podcast, but it's a very good show. You should listen to it. Now, I've tried to make an effort to listen to everybody's things, but... It's a general nerdcast show, so it appeals to pretty much everybody. But there's a specific thing every episode. They're not just all over the place. Yeah. The newest newest episode, they each pick their five favorite uh, comedy TV characters. And uh, good choices in there. And one of them went severely more old school than the other. Yes. Oh, and uh, Mark, you did get the Simpsons quote right, but you got the context wrong. Because that's from Lemon of Troy, when they're trying to get the lemon tree back, and they're confronting the guy who runs the impound lot. That's basically the Shelbyville version of Homer and Bart. And Homer's like, if you don't give us the tree back, we're going to bust in here and take it. The guy goes, bust in here and take it? You must be stupider than you look. And Homer goes, stupider like a fox, and then tries to climb the fence and immediately fails. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's more of a Shelbyville idea. Now let's all drink a cool glass of turnip juice. You don't drink turnips, you sell them on the black market to Timmy and Tommy for an inflated price. Or at least you do in the modern day. By the way, I laughed so hard when I posted something on Facebook asking for turnip prices and somebody actually gave me the actual prices of turnips right now in America. I'm like, oh, that's so cute that that reference went over your head. How are the turnip futures looking there, Sal? 
Well, uh, my wife and I both sold our turret ups for 568 bells. And, uh, That's like as high as it goes about, right? Uh, no, it can get into the sixes, and I think the eights is the actual highest, but I don't think anybody's ever seen that. Um, Glenn will be disappointed when he hears that, because I was going to try to get him on board with this, but unfortunately it was somebody who only was able to open up their island for a short period of time, and did it because they knew who I was, so I do apologize for that. But, uh, Glenn, I'll, I will still check my prices tomorrow. And if I get anything so they decent... Like, they, like, go bad in a week or something like that? They... So, so yeah, they they will spoil in a week. But the only way to catch an ant to complete your bug collection is to put spoiled turnips outside and let the ants get them. Now, ants aren't worth dick. So once you catch the ant and donate it to the museum, you can just toss the turnips, which is what I do. The only bad thing is you can only get turnips in bushels of ten... So no matter what you have, it's always a bushel of 10 turnips. So you have to eat at least 10 turnips to get the ant, which is only worth 80 bells, which is such shit. It takes so. four pecks to make a bushel. So there you go. <clears throat> There's four members of my immediate family. We are a bushel. <laughs> Well, that concludes the, uh, the bullshit around portion of the show. Dan, let's answer last week's trivia question, shall Stay we? for more bullshitting around. <laughs> like me bumping a little cup that has little cardboard chits in it and having one fall out. Uh, so last week's question was that DDT, a company in Japan, they have a championship for wrestlers over 40, the O40 championship. Who is the current champion? I don't know without looking it up. Who is the current champion, Dan? Current champion is gorgeous Matsuno. Oh, really? He's a guy that looks like an old, handsome Italian guy. You should look him up. I've actually heard that name before. I just don't remember where. Look him up, gorgeous Matsuno. Well, while you give this week's trivia question, I'm totally going to look this guy up. Uh, we're going to go back to the past more than what's happening right now. Oh, dear God. Uh, I just saw a picture of him. Uh, we're going to, I don't know. Do you know where the first wrestling show that was promoted by Vincent Kenny McMahon took place? I do not. I believe. Uh, when did When did Vincent J. McMahon pass away 1982 that's a good question I think it might have been him promoting for his father at, on the show like on behalf of his father yeah but I'm he, so, oh, he, he sold off the company in 80 in either 83 or 84 because I know he basically died uh, six months later after the sale happened jeez dude that's like Freaking Freddie Blassie being like, hey, get my new book. I'm dying next week. Yes. Remember that? <clears throat> or yeah. he, was like, he was on Rod to promote his new book, and then he, like, died within a month of that? Well, he, uh... I'm 
trying to remember what the story... I've read the story before in Death of WCW, obviously, but I think it was like he sold off the company and then and then was diagnosed with cancer and he died six months after the diagnosed... after he was diagnosed or it was six months after he sold the company. I don't remember which without actually looking it up and I don't have the book on me. There's somebody who can easily look that up and correct me. All I know is that he did, in fact, have two sons, Roderick James McMahon the third, and Vince. So wherever Roderick James the third is. Well you know he could be the uh GM of Raw. Oh yeah. Yeah, Vince has a brother that he never talks about. Good old Mr. McMahon. Isn't there like a third McMahon kid that, that doesn't get talked about too? Oh like him and Linda have a third? Yeah. I can't remember hearing something about, about that, something like that. I kind of feel like that's well, that's probably like a... an early internet yeah. bullshit thing. Well, I'm on his wiki page. Not that that's necessarily accurate. I'm going to say, yeah. Of course, it only lists him as having two kids, but if that's a rare thing... The only two worthy of being on Wikipedia... <laughs> Exactly. Stephanie yeah. and Shane. Shane Brandon McMahon and Stephanie McMahon Levesque. And Linda and Linda Marie Edwards, now McMahon. Good old Vince Vincent. Shane McMahon. Oh, he's the eldest living member of the McMahon family, so I guess his brother has passed on. Oh, his brother was a woman. So, okay, so there's your uh, your trivia. Let's talk about some stuff happening on the old dryer sheet news. Again, not too much to talk about, although they are going to be launching that free version of the WWE Network. So here's some of the stuff that you can actually get on it. So. For actual free 99, Dan, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, that thing that you actually could utilize, although I wouldn't take that away from you because we shared the New Japan account. Although technically neither one of us pay for that. Oh. But I still pay for my my account. Uh, so there's going to be a show called Raw Talk, which will stream Monday nights each week immediately following Raw not a bad idea it would be something i'd actually be more interested in watching like like a tuesday morning on like a lunch break or something so i can keep up without actually watching the show and then be like oh that looked cool i'll go watch that uh they're gonna have their groundbreaking original series monday night war will be available on the free ride along table for three photo shoot and story time that's really so you know it shows I haven't had a new episode in like a year. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's really good shows, but none of them have had anything new. Actually, I saw a preview for a new tale for three. It's Sting, Jarrett, and AJ, and they talk about TNA almost the whole time. Apparently, oh, that's good. I'll enjoy that. There'll be some historical pay per views and NXT takeovers. Uh, They'll have all their weekly highlights, like top ten, bump, now, best of WWE, and timeline. And you can even get some recent episodes like Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. It's Probably actually, on delay because of the deals. 
Uh, but let's go back to, uh, let's go back to, uh, good old Vince here. So, we try not to get into too many current events on this show, but this is topical. That Vince has actually put out a, uh, a memo about new initiatives to take in with the recent event of all these protests and everything. And what's kind of interesting about that is the blowback that that's gotten including blowback I've seen on Twitter. In fact, our own Danny Jackpot actually sent WWE a direct message about that, and they left him on red, which I thought was kind of funny. So, like, I the PR stuff is appreciative, but of course there is a rich negative history there, and I think that's what people don't easily forget. So, so like, good on them, but also there's the... the mm, but if we're going to talk about Vince, I'd rather tell more Vince McMahon stories, because those are the funniest freaking things ever. Well, goddamn, pal. <laughs> um, Vince has also apparently lost interest in the Lacey Evans character, which is a shame, because I think she's a damn good worker. But that also explains why she hasn't been doing jack, sh- jack of anything lately. Like, after, being, after being, like, the most used woman for, like, a year straight? Yeah, seriously. No wonder Vince is not interested in her anymore. He used her all the fucking time. Um, Good old Gronk has been fully and officially released. So I don't know what they're going to do with the 24-7 title, but... that All that hype about Rob Gronkowski is just null and void now. Oh, my buddy Tom is calling. Bye! <laughs> Dude, I don't understand, like... I, it's I don't, okay, guys. I'll still be in Florida. I genuinely don't understand some of the short-sightedness in this company. And I think that's... It's not really a WWE thing. I think that's a wrestling thing in general. That there's a lot of short-sightedness, like... Especially now in the modern era. There's, like, no long-term booking anywhere. Like, I, you can tell... Just by, and people are going to be like, oh, he's going to bash AEW. But it's true. You you watch Dynamite, and you can tell there's no long-term booking plans there. You kind of can't with the weekly model the way it is. You have to move on, and it kind of sucks. You do. So off, you got running so often. Whereas, like, in the past, especially back in the 80s and stuff, you ran the same fucking show every town for two weeks because you didn't go to the same town again. And storylines took a year because that's how long it took to progress the story because you were going to a different town every day for two weeks. And it's just hard. I don't don't blame them, but I also kind of think... Well, I can see where you're coming from, but with the model changing and, you know, with once the weekly episodic TV happened... There was no excuse. Raw's been on the air for how long now? They know it's not going anywhere. So make some long-term plans. But you, what, do you, what are the stories you always hear? Oh, they're still writing the show. I don't know. I personally oh, don't. Vince, Vince tore up the, the show at 7 p.m. Yep. Rewrite this, pal. Live at 8. Imagine if he just tore up a pay-per-view format. We're not doing this. 
feel like he has. But we have some good news coming out of WWE this week. Drake Maverick. Not only was he re-signed, he did not win the Cruiser title final. He It was El Hijo del Fantasma actually won it. But Drake Maverick is back with the company, and to WWE's credit, they if this was a work, they did a really good job with it. It was so weird, because they fired him, but they had already, like, taped five matches of him. And so, like, you're still seeing YouTube videos of, like, Drake Maverick, Drake Maverick promo, Drake Maverick match. And I'm like, I bet you they disabled comments. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> And then uh, something we've been talking about on the show. An anonymous superstar texted Brian Alvarez that Nia Jax needs to be fucking fired. She is dangerous and needs to go before she cripples or kills somebody. So I'm starting to think that that is decisively not a work and she really does suck that hard. I saw uh, saw an internet comment, so it's like, you know, a bit over the top, of course, but it kind of makes a point. And it says, the problem with Nia is that she's fat. I don't mean she's unattractive. I mean, she's fat. Like, she's not strong. She's fat. She's not, like, freaking other other women wrestlers are strong. She can't pick up less than 100-pound fucking Kyrie Sane and throw her safely. She's not strong. She's just fat. I'm not going to disagree with that. I 100% not going to disagree with that. And that's not, you're right, it's not an actually a direct insult at her for being overweight. It's that she's not set up to do what she needs to be able to do. So, yeah, I can agree with that. 100% can agree with that. So... Yeah. Speaking of fat. Oh, you got a segue for that? Yeah. You scroll down to Impact. Oh, my God. Perfect fucking segue. Yeah. So let's talk about this, Dan, because this is fucking ridiculous. So Tammy Stitch puts out a tweet. I should just pull it up, like the direct tweet, and just read it directly. Because it's so weird. Because at the beginning, she's like, oh, I see that there's some freaking ugly fat. Chick. Oh yeah, like there. when did when did Impact's division become a division of ugly fat women? Oh, it was so ridiculous. But then like the next sentence is, well, good on Impact for being equal opportunity. Although their pay sucks. I'm I'm loading up right now. Oh my god, take forever, Facebook. <laughs> I don't know, should I look up Tamara? I know it's in the group. I just gotta let the freaking picture load. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Sunny. That's her, right? That's I mean, her. I would imagine. Uh, Here lot. we go. Since when does WWE, whatever you want to call that shit, have a division for short, fat, ugly, non-knockouts? I'm so happy that they're equal opportunity employer, even though they're paying shit. Hashtag even short, fat, ugly girls deserve a chance. And she's talking about Jordan Grace, Knockouts Champion. 
who I believe is probably taller than Tammy, is fitter than Tammy. Probably way fitter than Tammy now. Is better looking than Tammy. As a matter of fact, uh, on the VIP show coming later this weekend, we will talk uh, about Tammy. We're talking about Tammy not looking good. Mm-hmm. Cause you think she's you think she fell off after Chris's death? Yeah. Yeah. Her uh, her entire Twitter feed is nothing but promoting her OnlyFans. Yeah, sure. That's literally the only thing. She also is not blue check marked. Damn. And I know it's her official page, but like, yeah, it's, oh my goodness. Also, as I'm scrolling down through her tweets, I cannot at all find that tweet, which makes me think she probably deleted it. But yes, it was, it was in fact a real tweet because I did actually see it. Tweet, delete, tweet, tweet. Delete. So, was it basically her just... It's weird, because it's almost like she wants to put them over, but then refuses to. It's so weird. She, But she is... Uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's a wreck these days, and I, I think the less attention she gets, probably the better. Let's be honest here. So weird. So weird. Well, you did mention the VIP show. And coming up this week for our wonderful patrons, Dan and I review WCW Thunder from April 26th, 2000. Does that date ring a bell in infamy for anybody? Because if it does, you know it's the day. WCW killed their world title by putting it on David Arquette. It's that thunder. I've got some thoughts on the show as a whole. Live from the War Memorial and On Center in Syracuse, New York. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got thoughts, all right. Uh, we got some rap songs by Adrian Cotton that we'll review as always, and we're going to book a dream match with Randy Moyer's booking segment, Making a Return. We're going to book a match between Mitsuhara Misawa and Kazuchika Okada. Which means we got to get the time machine out. Yes. Yes, we do. And we'll give shout-outs to our wonderful Club Cafe patrons, Glenn Kukan, Randy Moyer, Jeff Trellowitz, Jay Winger, and Adrian Cotton, who are in the shout-out tier. By the way, Ranking Tracks and Race Nerd Podcast are now going to be part of the official CK patron. And we'll be providing oh, you with patron... about patron shows. Nice. Yes. In fact, uh, I could have checked this before we went on the air, but let's do a a live email check right now to see if Matt sent me the show. Uh, he has not sent me the patron show just yet, but he will be doing patron stuff, including stories exclusive to the patron channel. Uh, 
stories that uh, you probably know what episode I'm talking about. Those stories about somebody. I'm not going to say who it is because I just, I can't. I can't do it. But if you know, you know. And if you don't know and you want to find out, it's only five bucks a month. So, you know, just, just saying. <clears throat> so, with all that wonderful stuff said and done and in the can and out of the way, let us move on to this week's interaction. I went to Facebook and encouraged everyone to play a game of Never Have I Ever. Oh, I was like, I don't remember you putting up a thing. I didn't actually uh, tag that you in it. But I decided to make that the interactive thing because I really liked the uh, the responses that I got. So, Dan, let's you and I play with some of the responses from what people have okay. posted. I uh, doubt I'm going to be raising my hand on anything. <laughs> uh, mine was Never Have I Ever Been to Jail. And that's true. I've never been arrested. I've never been incarcerated. So, no. uh, Glenn's was never have I ever been to Disney World. And, <laughs> I worked there, as everybody knows. You have you have been? No, I have not. Okie doke. Uh, from community member Dylan Mushaw. Never have I ever seen an entire episode of AEW. <laughs> well, neither one of us can claim that. We've both watched full Dynamites and pay-per-views. So. From Brian James Leon, old-time community member, never have I ever attended a church service. Every well, week for like 12 years. I only church services I have attended in any recent memory was for like baptisms or weddings and things like that. But the last time I think I actually attended church to attend church was when I was making my confirmation. Oh, for me, it'd be like 10 or so years ago, maybe, gotcha. maybe eight or nine, maybe eight or nine. Gotcha. You weren't you a choir boy or something or an altar boy or no? I was none of none of those things. Okay, <clears throat> this one's funny from uh, from Amy who worked at Disney with me. Never have I ever operated a lawnmower. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> she just said uh, it's not that she can't; she just never had to. And I was like, well, that must be nice. <laughs> I haven't in a while, but. I had it was part of my job because <laughs> I worked maintenance at a summer camp. That was my job almost the entire work day for the first like three weeks of summer camp was just mowing the entire time until there was enough campers around at all times that it was just getting mulled down <laughs> by you know foot traffic. You know, uh, this one comes from Kenny Salyers, who you know from D and D. Yep. Never have I ever seen Tiger King. Me neither. Yep, me neither. Uh, from our old friend Roman, not Reigns, you know the Roman, never have I ever broken a bone. Me neither. 
Um, I don't think I ever have. I know I very, very severely bruised my pinky toe playing soccer, and they said that they were, they were, it was suspect it was broken, but there's nothing you can do for that, so it just had to heal. Uh, but yeah. Uh, from, from our old pal Jay Winger of the Bored to Death Binge Cast, new episode has been sent to me, so you guys will be hearing that either... As uh, as you're listening to this, it might already be up. Never have I ever partaken in weed. I've never even seen weed, and I learned at one point that I was within a foot of it uh, quite often. <laughs> I, I, found... I, found... I learned like I learned like in 2007 that my friend smoked when he was in college. And I was still in high school, and we still hung out all the time because he was at a local place. So, like, if I was like in his house, or, like hanging out in his room playing video games, I was always like within a foot of some weed. That's awesome. But I've never seen any. It definitely shocks people to learn that I've never done it. But as my buddy Jeff pointed out, he goes, "What about that brownie?" Because I've been to Amsterdam and ate one of those, and I was like, "Well, I don't count it." It was a muffin, by the way, because it did nothing. It did jack all. So I don't really think that can count. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure that as I got scammed as an American tourist on that one. But um, you still acted like you were high as fuck, right? Uh, no, I didn't because I was waiting to feel the effects. And I, I remember just being bored waiting for it and just going to bed. Which is exactly what happened. I have. I'll put it in her brown. Uh, this one's this one's kind of funny because it comes from my buddy JW, who is gay. Never have I ever had sex with a woman. And I, I was just like, oh, well, what about before you came out of the closet? And he's like, gold star, baby. <laughs> So there's something he can't claim. Uh, but I did notice that lots of guys, including a couple of girls, chimed in on that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm with the gay guy. <laughs> but not because you are the gay. Randy Moyer posted two that I can't claim either. Never have I ever gotten a tattoo or a piercing. I have gotten my ear pierced on two occasions, and both of them didn't last. Yeah, I have done neither. Have my left ear done twice, and one time it's because the the it got bent up in there, and Oof. and so I had to pry it apart because you know, like, well, you you, you wouldn't know because you haven't, but like. When they pierce you, they pierce you, like, with... They just force the first earring in. Right? That's how they do it. So that sucker is, like, on there, on there, and it takes, like, a month to loosen up. God. Of it being on there. I mean, I'm sure people have forced it and stuff, but... Sheesh. I'm gonna say no thank you. I have always wanted to get my tongue pierced. But I also know that that takes, like, a week to adjust 
and I'd have a super lisp for that week. So I either have yeah, to Yeah, take... well, there's people that are like had it for five years and they still do and they claim they don't. So. I mean, I know, like, Image has one and he talks just fine. Well, fine is a relative term with Joey Image, but. He doesn't talk with his tongue. But. Porter does minimal tongue action. But Porter. My old wrestling buddy, Porter. Porter? Yeah, well, he kind of talks like Homestar Wanna, and I wonder if that has something to do with it. He's oh, also he's trying to find a way around it. And <clears throat> uh, Michael Vaughn chimes in here. Never have gone to a live wrestling event. Me neither. Well, Mike, you and Dan can come with me sometime, and I'll pop your wrestling cherries for you. If you're going to a show here you're working, then I'm going to fucking work, too. <laughs> I'll do something. So, I'm not going to... From Tom Dickinson, this is a good one. Never have I ever cheated on my wife. And one person actually had, and I kind of called them out as a joke to be like, well... Are you talking about his wife or yours? And that person decided to plead the fifth. I will not publicly say who their name is, but I'm a little disappointed they added themselves that way. Plead the fifth? So that's quite disappointing. I haven't cheated on my wife either. Really? Well, ain't that shocking. You've also never fucked her, so what the hell, Dan? I'm gonna steal that deal. Uh, oh no seal deal (laughs) uh, Renee has never eaten a Twinkie Megan has never had a cat Roman again has never seen Mary Poppins I seen it (laughs) Rebecca has never eaten SpaghettiOs that one I kind of laughed at I also didn't respond because I'm not 100% sure if I've ever actually eaten the direct thing that is SpaghettiOs. Like, I've eaten Chef Boyardee, but I always went for the beefaroni or the or the spaghetti. I don't know if I've ever had SpaghettiOs before. I've also never had Hulk U's or Hulkaroos. Thank God. Those Hulkaroos, brother. Uh, Stephanie has never been fired from a job. I went a long time before that actually happened to me, and the reason was bullshit, but that's okay, because I'm happier as a result. Um, never have I ever farted during a sexual act. Good for you, buddy. Uh, I will plead the fifth on that one. So that would be a yes. And never have I ever drank coffee in the morning. Well, I don't drink coffee ever, so... That is do they, true. Do they drink coffee in the afternoon? <laughs> and the last one I'll read came from Joey Image. Never have I ever stapled a tulip to an octopus. Shit, I'm out. But apparently my mother and Don Mario both have because they laugh reacted to that. So I'm waiting to hear the story here. Your mother and Don Mario. Same time. <laughs> Quite possibly. But then the best part was Bobby G chimed in and goes, 
You should have said never have I ever gone to Micro Center and invited Bobby, because Bobby gets so pissed when Joe goes to Micro Center and doesn't invite him along. Joe goes to Micro Center almost every day. That's why I told Bobby he can come to the Micro Center with me sometime, except the one that I have is in King of Prussia, which would be like a th- almost a three-hour drive for Bobby. But I'm inviting him, and that's... I was invited. Har was invited. And I'll be a cat in a shirt the whole time. Mm-hmm. You got it, because you got no shirt, no shirt, you got no service, bro. Exactly. All right, Dan, I'm ready to play Points or Consequences, bruh. Are you? You sure about that? Yeah, let's play. Let's play. Let's well, I mean, points. we're not playing. We're uh, judging. You're judging. You're not playing. I'm playing. Am I playing? No. People that make entries play. You're a judge. Don't, don't even play, dog. Aw, oh, bitch. Aw, oh, bitch. Well, this week, you wanted us to book O'Mealy Mania. And the only rule was they can't double book anybody, so bring back the dead, you we shall. Well, yeah. I want to I see some ultimate dream matches, and these have to be matches that A, I'd want to see, and B, you can't duplicate anybody that could have been used before. So hopefully everybody read the comments before they submitted. Anyway, our first matchup is Owen Hart versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Now, I'm picturing that in my head, and, like, I'm trying to figure out if that would be the best match of Owen's career or the best match of Liger's career. Because with one of them, that's going to be the GOAT. I'd have to say probably Owen. Because even though Owen had some excellent matches... He worked with WWE most of the time, most of it. So yeah, so it most against, like Brett, he was there at a bad time. It was yeah. all fucking big steroid monsters that couldn't move. Brett was probably his uh, his best opponent ever. So, but yeah, that that'd be a great match. That'll get points. And if we're going in order of the card, and that was the opener, I'd be super down with that. We get people freaking jacked. Liger Both opened of up that. that neither of them are, are uh, unfamiliar with opening a show hot. Still, exactly because I well, all I was thinking of was uh, the uh, the takeover. We just watched that first uh, first January fourth show where the first official match was Liger. Um, we watched uh, we watched that takeover from Brooklyn. Liger opened that against Tyler Breeze. And of course, one of the best matches in WrestleMania history was the opener. Owen versus Brett, WrestleMania 10. Our next matchup is Chris Jericho versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, we've seen it before, but now with Bryan as hot as he is. And... Now it's the GOAT versus the GOAT. Oh, yeah. But like. Jericho now, with all the ways he's reinvented himself, I I want to see that New Japan version of Jericho, that dark ass sinister Jericho take on take on Daniel Bryan. That would be awesome, and that's definitely worth some points. The thirteen year old emo girl, <laughs> Jericho. I mean, basically, you don't know my pain. 
Our next matchup is the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins versus Tetsuya Naito in a 30-minute Iron Man match and JPW rules. That would be awesome, except I wouldn't want it to be Monday Night Messiah, Seth. Just give me uh, give me good old Seth Rollins there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with the laugh. Dude, Rollins and Naito would tear the freaking house down. Because, like... Rollins is very good in the ring, and his psychology is pretty sound. He does have that tendency to go a little bit for the showmanship athleticism over the psychology at times, but he also does know how to ground himself. And then Naito, as with most of the guys who are on top in New Japan, just know how to have incredible freaking matches. So Rollins and Naito, for 30 minutes straight would be and I'm glad they went with the 30 minutes and not the 60 because I would be more enticed to see the 30 minute Iron Man as opposed to the uh a 60 a 60 cuz even though they're both great athletes you start running the the blow up procedure there <clears throat> but yeah that's points that's that's a good one you get points We've got ourselves the Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michaels versus the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. You know, the sad thing is, we almost could have seen this. If after Sean had retired, he did feel like he wanted to do one more, just not with WWE, we totally could have seen this match. I would never want to see it now, current Sean Michaels, but. I think most people will agree that Sean's best run was after he came back from that four-year back injury. Those 2000s, Sean Michaels. Mm-hmm. Because he retired in 2011. What was, uh, yeah, 2011, because I remember that was the Rumble that Alberto won. Oh, no, that would have been, so it would have been 2010, maybe. Yeah, 2010 was his official retirement match if that was uh 26 26 right yes correct i really want to go back and do wrestlemania 25 as a vip review just so we can rewatch that sean versus taker match and gush about it and then bury a lot of the other shit that was on that card (laughs) at wrestle 25 but yet, uh, Michaels and Okada would be another show. Like, that might actually be better than Rollins versus Naito. Because, again, Okada is the top Japanese wrestler in the world right now. And Sean, at one point, was the top wrestler in the world, period. So put them together in their primes, and boom, you got money. Money, 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 money. And points. I'll, I'll I'll do the points things too. Our next matchup is AJ Styles versus Will Ospreay. Well, that's happened before, hasn't it? Which is not spelled correctly. Oh, there's a A in Osprey. Osprey. I, I would imagine most people missed that. Yeah, there's a... There's a fucking nerd that plays a text-based wrestling game. I see his name spelled out for me all the fucking time. (laughs) 
yeah, this was, uh, this has happened, hasn't it? I have no idea. So. I kind of, I kind of feel like this has happened. Um, yeah, it looks like it happened in RPW. RevPro? Yeah, it's the, so uh... then it hasn't happened. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ref Pro, it's happened. You also okay. had a three-way with Marty Skrull. Yeah, that's also yeah. happened. So, but here's the thing. Also, uh, everybody is spelling Will Ospreay's name wrong all over the place here. Good God. Yep. Uh, but here's the here's the thing. You we're talking about the, in their primes and on a big big ass stage. So. So we get AJ of five years ago and Will Ospreay of last year. Basically, yeah. And again, you're looking at you're looking at the the most athletic flippy match on the card that would still be able to make sense because while Osprey isn't a big psychology guy, AJ is. So Osprey's flips would be combined into a psychologically sound match. And shit, I'd watch the hell out of it. Should I watch kids fall over fall off their bikes all day? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about your kids. So yes, that would be points, and let's get another match. Well, our next match is Sasha Banks versus Trish Stratus. I knew it wasn't going to be long before Sasha popped up, and I'm glad they went with a match that I actually would like to see. Because... The no-pants match of the show? Yeah, we can make that joke, but in reality, this would actually be a really good solid women's match. Trish in her prime versus Sasha would actually be a very well-rounded match. And even even with this, I would want Sasha to be the heel and I would want her to lose. We saw a little bit of a tease with that Royal Rumble because she got her and Sasha got to work with each other for a little bit. So I remember Trish, Trish did the Sasha pose before she knocked her on her ass. So. And also, Trish has the key to the city because she fucks. <laughs> but yeah, that would definitely, I mean, it's definitely points. It's not even like a pandering thing either because Sasha versus Trish would be incredible. I don't know if it would be my number one go-to for a Sasha Banks dream match. If I would actually go with Trish. I might actually be more inclined to see Sasha versus Victoria or Gail Kim or even AJ Lee, but that's a good one. So it's definitely getting points. Our next matchup, The Undertaker versus Abyss, both in their primes, in a video game style Inferno casket match. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a little over-gimmicked. But Taker versus Abyss is something I would definitely want to see. And they both work for WWE. They do, but both of them are way past their primes now. Um, I think the list of Abyss Dream opponents is always going to be the same people: Taker, Sorry, Kane, Taker. Mankind. Um, yeah, it's basically the list. Uh, but yeah, uh video game style Inferno casket match would just be fucking ridiculous. But yeah, they'll get points. If we're going video game style, you could start throwing ghosts at them. Oh, and hit oh. them with a literal tombstone. Oh, we're going that video game style. 
I mean, you could, or you can go early early SmackDown games where the casket matches were freaking kind of stupid. You just whipped him into the casket, and you just hit him with an elbow drop until they finally just fell in all the way. Oh, yeah. Anyway, our next matchup is Extreme Rules. Jake the Snake versus Rob Van Dam. Damn, that would be a great match. And with the inclusion of the Extreme Rules, I can guarantee you two things are going to happen. Jake's getting a trash can in his face and a chair in his face, and Rob is getting snaked. Plus, if Jake goes over and he finishes Rob with the DDT, Van Dam can do that freaking spike. You've seen that cell before, right? Where he took the spike DDT and he basically was just upside down for like a full I've also second. seen him get hit with a pile driver and apparently have his neck has a spring in it. Oh, yes, that I... allowed him to jump like three feet. Oh in yeah, that was the yeah, that was the Tommy Dreamer pile driver, right? Yeah, Tommy pile drives him. Tommy Dreamer, a guy one of one of like the safest pile drivers in the world, because he's one of those guys that just falls, right? Oh, uh, make a note real quick. I have a, an RVD story to tell after we finish the game. We'll end the podcast okay. on it. It actually correlates to something we talked about earlier in the show too. So I'll I'll bring it back full circle, but I want to do the game first. Yes, that's points, and that's that's a good one. I would I would love that. I wrote it all in caps up in your notes section. All right. <laughs> we are now at the Chase Owens. I wonder if which one of these is going to be the main event. Super heavyweight showdown in their primes. Big Van Vader versus Andre the Giant. No, so, he will not be happy about the main event because of how things end up. Oh, God. <clears throat> if that's it, yeah. Well, I'd have to oh, choose. He'll be very happy with the main event. I'll, I'll have to choose which match goes on last. One tries not to pre-blow your mind, but that's uh, a mind. It's been... All right, so... Yes, cannot be re-blown. Cannot be re-blown. I love when you throw in Sheldon quotes you throw in a quote from a show that you don't even watch. Uh, Vader versus Andre would be a would be one of those rare big man matches I would actually want to see because you know I'm not a Haas guy, but when you put in Andre, Andre, I think a lot of people overlook Andre because he could be kind of sluggish and didn't do too much. Well, because you only seen WWE Andre, right? He exactly, was, like, ready to die, right? <laughs> And a lot of people always talk about how, like, well, you know, when Big Show was young, he could do more athletic stuff, and that's fine. But Andre was a master of ring psychology. He was a good worker. He created a match that people wanted to see with what he was working with. Like, when you actually analyze that Hogan versus Andre match, it's not a great match, but the atmosphere... And the work rate and the psychology behind it and the excitement is all completely off the charts, which is why it's one of my favorite matches of all time. It's not an exciting match because of the athleticism. It's exciting because of the atmosphere and what the guys did to make up for it. So switch out Hulk Hogan, who was always kind of a a lead boot kind of guy anyway, throw in Vader... A guy who could work his fucking ass off for a big guy. I think we're just talking about Japan Vader versus Japan Andre. Jesus Christ. I mean, that would be incredible. And that would be a match that would get all the Japanese fans off their feet. Get me off my feet. So, yes, I I love this the idea of this match. Get me off! 
Also my feet. <laughs> exactly. But yes, that's that's points for sure. This should be an easy game, by the way. Everybody should be getting points. Next matchup is Eddie Guerrero versus Bret Hart in a North versus South match. Well, you don't even need the stipulation. Just give me Eddie versus Bret. I mean, that right there would sell it. Now, I think most people would agree that Bret's prime was the late 90s before WCW killed him. That was definitely... 95, 96. Yeah. And I think most people agree that Eddie's prime was probably like 03, 04. Like, Eddie really was in the prime of his career when he died. Right after getting clean, yeah. It really was the prime of his career. So yeah, those those are the two I would want to see right there, and that would be that could be your main event actually. So let's let's point that one up. The good thing is that even though they're like different styles, Brett could Brett was good with anybody. Didn't matter. I mean, yes, but sometimes you can't make up. Like Ric Flair is one of the greatest workers of all time, and even his matches with El Gigante were shit. <laughs> so. Our next matchup is Ken Patera versus Mark Henry, both in their prime strongman contest. Well, I can definitely give an example of a big man match I wouldn't want to see. Uh, yeah. No. All right. So I actually do like Mark Henry. Um, not necessarily the strongman gimmick behind him. But I always I liked Hall of Pain Mark Henry a lot because yeah, it, it took him twenty years to finally freaking do the thing that he should have done. He freaking juiced up his career big time, and he's a super nice guy. So I'm super down with Mark Henry with anything now. Uh, but Whoa, Ken, hey! I said what I said. Whoa, hey! There's some gimmicks back there we can revisit. Uh, Ken Patera, though, I'm afraid I was not a Ken Patera guy, and I don't think I've ever seen Ken Patera do anything that I was interested in. Hungry, hungry, Ken Patera? No, nah, not even that. So, this match... How many threw a boulder through a McDonald's window because he was hungry? That's why he went to, that's why he went to jail. Uh, but yeah, I'm, af- I'm afraid I can't actually give this one any points. Uh-oh. Because it wouldn't be a match I'd really want to see. But, yeah. Sorry. I apologize, but you're still in the pool, so. All right, we now have a penultimate entry. Dalton Castle versus Velveteen Dream. That's pretty interesting. Now, I don't... I haven't seen a lot of Dalton Castle stuff. Um, other than, like, those select shows that he happens to be on that we'll watch and review, because he's mostly Ring of Honor now, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this I haven't watched a lot of modern Ring of Honor in a while, so... He's I guess... also Smooth Salen. What the fuck was his name? <laughs> Smooth Salen was his nickname. It was great. In Chikara. I know he was a Chikara guy, because I've seen him in Chikara. I've seen him do Chikara stuff. You know, he kind of looks like Jimmy Jacobs a little bit. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Chikara, okay, smooth sailing Ashley Remington. 
That's right. Yeah, Ashley Remington. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so, based on what I have seen of Dalton Castle, I think a match with him and Velveteen Dream would definitely be interesting. I don't know if that would be like... Well, it would be like which one's the most flamboyant. Pretty much, yeah. It Who would can be peacock more, right? This would be a good match to put on like second or third on the card because it would be super entertaining, but it would also have athleticism involved with it. So, so it's definitely worthy of points. There'd be some comedy spots, probably. Good comedy spots. There's bad ones. Oh God, yeah. But yeah, Which is shit, funny is money. Well, it's getting points. But I want to hear what the the last one is, because you kind of built it up a little bit. Okay. Oh. Joey Janela. <laughs> versus New Jack. Oh my god. Scaffold match. This is just setting up so Joey Janela gets killed. That is the entire reason this match got submitted tell me otherwise <laughs> uh, yeah so A no I would not want to see this match ever <laughs> cause well I think I love me some crazy new jack I wouldn't want to watch Joey Janela do anything but you added the scaffold, and the fact that New Jack beats the shit out of disrespectful people in wrestling, as his episode of Dark Side of the Ring confirmed. Joey Janela would probably legitimately die, and I would watch. 10 out of 10 would watch. This gets points. And it's a scaffold match. It has to be the main event. Oh, I am not letting Joey Janela main event my show in any situation. <laughs> Scaffold match has to go last, bro. Fuck no. Hey, I remember the scaffold match opening a card. It's one of the negative... One of the negative five-star matches in history. PN News was in it. Hey. I wouldn't even rate scaffold matches. Holy shit. Alright, well, no one got an earmark, but all but one got points. Yeah, not bad. So what one do you think him? So Obviously I don't remember all of them. Which but... match is gonna be the actual main event? Well if I was gonna choose a main event, it would have to be like there there was an Eddie versus Brett match, there was Owen versus Liger, which was really good. There was Sean versus Okada. Mm -hmm. God, I'm blanking on some of the other matches, but those are the ones I really remember. There was other stuff, like I remember there was the, the oh yeah, the, like the AJ Osprey match, but we've seen that, and the uh, Brian and Jericho, we've seen that. So like, ultimately it would have to go to the one match that I would really want to see that I hadn't seen, but would also consist of two people that are on my all-time greats list and by default that has to be Eddie versus Brett 
because Brett's a top 10 and Eddie's like top 15. Brett! Now I know people, someone's going to be like, oh, well, Jericho and Brian are both legitimately in your top 10. Yes, but I've also seen them wrestle. Well, your winner with Eddie versus Brett is Michael Vaughn. Oh, the guy who's never been to a live wrestling show but apparently knows how to book something I'd want to see. Uh, so, Don Mario was not last. Oh, yeah? As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for me being a little cheater, cheaterson, cheaty cheaterson, knowing what the show is, what the thing is for 15 minutes before it gets posted, he would have been first. Oh, my God. So he could have been first, but you actually deprived him of that, is what you're telling me. Well, does, uh, hey. I can't help knowing five to 15 minutes before anyone else knows, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I will check my privilege. Oh, that's funny, though. Don could have been first, for, probably for the first time ever, and you... You Don blocked him. Uh... I'm always first <laughs> on weeks I post. So, because I get that five, ten, five to ten, fifteen minutes, it was a question. It's and I usually one of us was was first. If you're not first, you last. Because there's times where I got to ask a question, and you know, you're at work when you give me it, so it's whenever you can get around to seeing it. Okay. So, real quick, I want to go back to my RVD story. This is going to tie into uh, Jason Porter, who I mentioned earlier. Porter. So, uh, on Cornette's podcast, he does, on Cornette's drive-thru, he does the uh, a Q&A. That's the whole point of Cornette's drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's a Q&A. I know um, sometimes they'll do, like, a pay-per-view review, and that ends up being the whole show. But the point is to answer questions. So, I submitted one on Twitter. Brian last read it. And it was a question about RVD, just what Jim thinks of him as a wrestler and a person, because RVD was always one of my favorites, and I've never really heard Cornette really... Oh, that's why you posted it in the group. That was your question. Oh, yeah. If you actually click on the video, Brian says my name, and I greeted them from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and also said, no, I'm not Amish. And Brian mispronounced it, which got commented on in the YouTube video. Did you say Amish? No, he says Lancaster. In Pennsylvania, it's pronounced Lancaster. Lancaster is how they pronounce it in California. That's Possibly Ohio. I don't know, but I'll, I might find yeah, that out in October. M-E-B-A-N-E is pronounced Mebane. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Cornette answered the question pretty well because he talked about how he equated Van Damme to being the modern-day Antonino Rocca because he could do all this crazy athletic stuff that would kill anybody else and how it was awkward, but it worked for him. And anybody who's tried to duplicate it has failed miserably. Like, don't ever be the next person, be the first you. You've heard that expression, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, your boy The Rock uh, is big on that expression. So, what a lot of ha- what happens a lot of the time on the podcast is a lot of those segments get clipped for YouTube. They just clip the part where he talks about something and then they put it up there. He's got an artist named Travis Heckle who puts up artwork. So, like, one of the people that Cornette mentioned was Mankind. You can't be the second Mankind. You can't duplicate him. 
So it's like Cornette dresses mankind and then Van Damme's behind him doing the thumbs. And when you click on the video, it's Brian starting the question with my name. Not everybody's names obviously make the clip, but... So I got immortalized on their YouTube channel. So frickin' Porter, who I probably haven't talked to since Chris Decker's wedding. And Chris Decker got married in 2011. So it's pro- we're, pro- we're going on a good nine years right now. Probably haven't talked to Porter since, because he's been out of wrestling since even before that. Uh, now all he does is do tattoo competitions, because his, his body is almost completely inked. Like, every, like, the neck down is almost all ink. So he enters a lot of competitions. He messages me the clip and goes, It's you! Just in case I didn't know it was me. <laughs> so, and I just got such a kick out of that, because if you actually know Porter, and Porter, if you're listening to this, I love you, buddy. But that's just kind of how he is. He says very obvious stuff like that. Like, when I saw him at Decker's wedding, he wasn't even at the wedding, he was at the after party. He came up, he came up and smiled at me, and I'm like, Porter, how you doing? And he goes, hey, it's me, Porter. Remember? <laughs> like, I just literally just greeted him by his name. And that's just Porter. He's a, he's a, he's a fun, goofy guy. Uh, but just the fact that he sent me that clip with the It's You caption freaking made me laugh really hard. And I immediately ref, uh, messaged Ref Matt and was like, So, you'll never guess who messaged me out of the blue. And he goes... Waylon Mercy. I'm like, no, Dan Spivey did not message me, and I don't even know if he's even alive. But, nope, Porter messaged me to tell me who I was, because he heard my name on the Cornette show. <laughs> I, See, I saw that pop up, like, on my regular YouTube, because I've been watching a lot of his stuff lately. Because I've been just kind of just popping between stuff while doing other things. And, like, so that popped up the other day and then you messaged it and I was just like eh, I don't really care <laughs> about what he thinks about Rob Van Dam not realizing it was your question because earlier in the week you mentioned that you had a question and it got answered I used to never put that shit together didn't put two and two together yeah so I, I like that he kept I like that he kept in the introduction though I think he probably did that because he probably giggled at the the link the I'm not Amish part because he like when you listen to how he reads the question, he kind of overemphasizes that. And no, I'm not Amish. Like, that's how Brian reads the question. So I was like, he he at least got a kick out of that. Jim giggled, but I don't know if Jim knows anything about Amish country. Maybe I'll make that my next question. <laughs> Jim, I live in Amish country. You ever been there? So. <clears throat> but yeah. So, but I just thought that was just a, f- a funny, like, random ass message that I got. Like, Michael Vaughn messaged me the clip too, but I wasn't surprised by that because I know he. You? He's just like, "Hey, you made it," but with Porter, it was a little, it was a little funnier for. <clears throat> That's up, but yes, I did actually appreciate the way he answered the question because I, uh, I really, um, I really was curious, and I don't recall him ever talking about him, so I took a shot at it. I was, I was suspect Brian was going to answer the question because he liked the tweet, and then when I saw the description for the drive-through, it was, uh, 
it was it said RVD in the description. I'm like, I'm gonna guess that that's my question because I don't think anybody else is messaging about Rob Van Dam in 2020. But he didn't know him as a person, sadly, because <clears throat> because yeah, you know, he never really met him. Is what it is, y'all. He was out before he came in, right? Uh, yeah, because he was in Louisville at the time. Louisville. He was... He Louisville. Was Louisville, yeah. He was in... Uh, yeah, he was in OVW. But RVD went straight to the main roster after ECW. Right. But he said, like, they've met at fan conventions, so they never had a crossword. So he just judged him on his ring work, which was fair. So. That's my RVD story did i was actually i was actually (laughs) i was actually kind of hoping he was going to be like well i think he's a little nuts because he's a little too into the pot but he didn't touch on any of that so but yeah uh that's our episode this week guys we got the vip show for you guys to enjoy and lots of content on ckcc radio again give us feedback if you want us to start incorporating some of these segments in because Personally, I would love to do more segments like that, but it's your show. Y'all tell us. Know what I mean? Mm, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe. Maybe just maybe. Maybe, baby. Maybe, baby. But Dan and I will catch you guys next week for more Club Cave Wrestle Talk. Remember. Like and subscribe. And wherever you listen to this show, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, we're on all them platforms now. But also, very important, I did, in fact, get us a finally approved for iHeartRadio. Now, we might not show up for up to 14 business days, so we'll keep an eye on that. But we are on Apple, we are on Spotify, and Podbean, and Chrome. So, lots of ways to listen. However you get your podcast, just look up CKCC Radio. And remember, you got 10 shows to listen to. Till then, we'll see you next time. Bye.